This week, let's talk about video quality when creating content for your business. It's just me and the mic, and this is episode 277 of the Marketing and Finance Podcast. This podcast is all about keeping marketing simple and all things finance. I'm Roger Edwards, a professional speaker and consultant from Edinburgh. Talk to me if you want to cut the complexity and the BS from your marketing strategy. Hello and welcome to the Marketing and Finance Podcast. Thank you, as always, for downloading or streaming the show. I really do appreciate you taking the time to plugging me and my guests into your earphones. As a regular listener of the Marketing and Finance Podcast, you'll have noticed that I've been absent for the last month or so, and that's because I decided to take most of August off. It's been quite a hard year, what with the pandemic and work patterns being severely disrupted. So I decided to take a little bit of a break. But now we're back. And going forward, I think the format is going to be similar to what you're probably used to. One week, it'll be a relatively short episode, maybe between 10 and 15 minutes, where I'll home in on a particular marketing topic. And of course, today I'm going to talk about video quality. And then the next week, it'll be an interview episode where I have a guest on the show and we'll take a deeper dive on marketing and finance issues. So much more content to come as we head into the autumn. And I'd just like to thank you again for supporting the Marketing and Finance Podcast. So let's talk about using video for your business. And more specifically, let's talk about the quality of the image that you're using in that video content. Over the last few months, I've been involved in quite a few online conferences. I've also been helping some of my clients put together videos to promote their business. And one of the things that really strikes me, and perhaps this is a consequence of 18 months of using platforms like Zoom and Teams to run video conference meetings, is that we seem to be quite happy with mediocre video quality. And by mediocre, I mean poor picture quality, you know, fuzzy picture quality, bad lighting, poor resolution, bad sound, jittery and juddery imagery. And whilst that might be acceptable when you're having a meeting with somebody at the other end of the country on a Zoom or Teams call, is it really acceptable for a video that's promoting your business? So let's talk about video quality and how you can really ramp up the quality of your video by using better equipment and maybe even hiring in a videographer. Now, undoubtedly, if you're putting together a video to promote your business, whether it's an advert for your services or whether it's a behind-the-scenes look at your operation, you're going to need to script it. You're going to need to set up the shots. You're going to need to act like a film producer. But that's not what I want to cover in the Marketing and Finance podcast today. I just want to focus in on the quality of the video image itself. I'm not underestimating the importance of scripting and film production, but today I want to focus on the quality. So maybe we'll come back to the topics of scripting and production in a later episode. And talking about quality, just do me a favor for a moment. Grab your smartphone, whether it's an iPhone or an Android, Grab it, pull it out of your pocket, 
have a look at it. We think of these things as mobile phones, but actually they are mobile film and TV studios. They are mobile audio radio broadcasting studios. We can create and transmit live video from mobile phones. It's absolutely astonishing the technology we have in the palm of our hand. I think back 10 years ago, only 10 years, I was involved in putting together a really important promotional video for the corporate that I was working for at the time. And we hired in a full film crew. They had all the equipment, great big cameras. They had those great big silvery discs that bounce light around. They had giant microphones and lots and lots of wires. And of course, as you would expect, the quality of the ultimate video that we produced was fantastic. It was crisp and clear and the audio was gorgeous. And of course, it cost a pretty penny as well to get that film crew in, but it was worth the results. Fast forward 10 years to today and the reality is I could produce a similar video to that one 10 years ago entirely on my mobile phone. And the reality is the resolution of the video I could create today on my phone would be much higher than the video created by that videographer 10 years ago. I could probably film it in 4K whilst I'm pretty sure that the video that they produced 10 years ago was in standard broadcast format. So the reality is we can do video content ourselves, but I would argue that sometimes it's still worth getting the professionals in, getting a professional videographer in. They know all about the different resolutions. They know about how to rig up a mic. They know about how to light a scene and look for the best angles. And unless, like me, you've turned yourself into a bit of a film production geek during the pandemic, if you're producing a video that you want to stand out to promote your business, then it really is worth investing in a professional videographer. And we're probably not talking about multiple thousands of pounds, depending upon what it is that you want to put together, maybe hundreds, but maybe not thousands. So whilst it is tempting to have a go yourself, just think about whether it's worth the investment of actually bringing in a professional videographer. But if you want to have a go yourself, there are some important things to think about when it comes to the quality of the image. Now, over the last 18 months, I've been involved in quite a few online conferences. I've even created my own speeches for online conferences, some of which have been pre-recorded using a DSLR camera, some of which have actually appeared live, and I've made sure that the webcam that I've been using has been high definition. But it absolutely staggers me, shocks me sometimes to see the quality of the video that some really quite senior people in some really quite big corporates seem to think is acceptable when they're appearing and representing their business online at a conference. Quite honestly, sometimes the video images is absolutely appalling. Really low definition, badly lit, very fuzzy, often out of focus with pretty tinny rubbish sound. And as I said before, I think 18 months during the pandemic of endless Zoom calls, endless team calls, has made poor quality video acceptable, or at least tolerable. But there's a real difference between a video meeting and a video promoting your business. 
And I would argue that if you're appearing at an online conference, that is classed as a video promoting your business. So you don't want that to be poor quality. You want to make sure that's as high definition as possible with as good audio as it is possible to create. So let's have a look at the two major considerations that you need to think about when you're filming a video for your business. And this is before we start thinking about the equipment that we're going to use, whether it's going to be a mobile phone or a DSLR camera or maybe a webcam or a laptop. The first of those important considerations is the resolution of the video. Now, the resolution is simply the number of pixels that appear on the screen. Now, interestingly enough, broadcast standard from the BBC is around about 640 times 480 pixels. And that's known by the technical definition of 480p. DVD videos are slightly better than that resolution. Now, today, most people have high definition TVs and will receive a high definition signal from the BBC or from Sky HD, for example. And the resolution of HD and the resolution of high definition is 1920 times 1080 or 1080. And the technical term for HD is 1080p. Now we have a standard above that, which is called ultra high definition, which is 3,840 pixels times 2,160. Now, technically, this should be called 2160p, but because we're close to 4,000 pixels across, this is known by the technical term of 4K. So there are really three main types of resolution. Standard resolution, HD, and Ultra HD. There's a sort of halfway house between standard and HD, and that's known as 720p. And you'll find that most video conferencing platforms like Zoom and Teams, if you get the settings right, will record the video in 720p. But note, it's not high definition. I would argue that if you're putting together a video for your business or you're appearing at an online conference, you're going to want to record your image in at least 1080p, at least high definition. The second really important consideration is the frame rate of the video. To explain frame rate, all you really need to do is think of a video as a series of single images. But of course, they're all slightly different. And when they move very quickly, it creates the movement of the video that we see. Cinema films are recorded at a frame rate of 24 frames per second. So that's what most of us are used to. Video cameras and mobile phones will also record at a higher frame rate, typically 30 frames per second or maybe 60 frames per second. Some will even go up to 120 and maybe even 240 frames per second. And you might use very high frame rates like that if you wanted to record something which you would then later want to slow down into slow motion. And the higher frame rate allows you to do that without losing some of the quality of the image. But most of us are more than happy to watch cinema films at 24 frames per second. So it makes sense to record your video image in 24 frames per second 
or if you're in Europe, UK, the video camera might be set to 25. It's something to do with the electrical current. But 24 or 25 frames per second is absolutely fine. Of course, the more frames per second and the higher the resolution means that the video file that you're creating is going to be bigger. I recently saw a video put together by a lady. It was only about five minutes long, but she'd recorded it at 4K resolution and it was beautiful and crisp. The image was great and at 60 frames per second. And the file was nearly six gigabytes. 24 frames per second is fine and it will keep the video file size to a manageable size. So to summarize, if you're creating video for your business or you're wanting to appear at an online event, I would go for a minimum of 1080p resolution and 24 frames per second frame rate. Ideally go for 4K because then that gives the video editors more scope for zooming in on your face or on the scene without losing video quality. So if you are going to produce the videos yourselves, what equipment should you be using? My advice would be do not, repeat, do not use Zoom or Teams to record a video which is going to promote your business or to record a video that you want to use for an online conference. The maximum resolution, even if you get the settings totally correct, will be 720p from Zoom or Teams. And that is often not good enough. Also, Zoom and Teams tend to create irregular frame rates because they will be trying to cope with Wi-Fi and bandwidth and, and that sort of thing. So sometimes the frame rate suffers. And if the frame rate goes below 24 frames per second, and I've seen videos where the frame rate is as low as 8 frames per second, it can create a very juddery, very jittery image. And that just looks crap. Let's be honest, it just looks crap. If you absolutely have to use Zoom or Teams, then try and find some way of recording the screen in a higher definition. So whilst the video image that's being transmitted over the internet might be low quality, the image that's on your screen might be a lot better. So you could use an, an on-screen recording platform like OBS Studio to record the image on the screen in 4K and that will give you much better quality. But on the whole, try to avoid Zoom or Teams. Next up would be the webcam on your laptop or on your PC. Again, very important to make sure that it will film you in at least 1080p and 24 oblique, 25 frames per second, so that you get that really good high definition. As I said earlier, most Smartphones, whether they're iPhones or Androids, will record in 4K and HD up to sometimes higher than 60, maybe 120 frames per second. You always need to go into the settings, though. I've had people say to me, oh, my iPhone isn't recording in HD, it's only recording in 720p. And that's because the settings haven't been changed. You'll need to go into the settings and change it to the optimum resolution, just as you would have to in a DSLR camera, just as you would have to if you went into a camcorder or even a bigger professional camera. So learn where the settings are on your phone. Learn how to use the settings in your camera and always aim for 1080p or 4K at 24 frames per second. Now you don't need to invest in a gigantic DSLR camera, although the quality will be astonishing. You could try an action camera as an alternative, a GoPro for example, or something like a DJI 
Pocket 2, which is a very small gimbal camera, which will actually track your face if you're moving about. That's quite an interesting piece of kit. But usually a DSLR or a mobile phone or a GoPro or something like that is going to give you a much better image than a webcam or a Zoom call. Now, I've talked a lot about resolutions and frame rates today, but to get a really good quality image, we also need to make sure that the lighting is good. And all the usual rules apply. Don't sit in front of a window so that the light from the window is behind you, because that's going to wash out the image of your face or your body. Make sure that the light source is actually shining onto you rather than behind you. It's worth investing, if you're going to be doing regular videos, in a key light. They're not that expensive. You can get a decent key light for less than £50. That's going to make your image much more professional. And finally, whilst it's not strictly about the image quality, sound quality is also very important. In fact, I think one of the things that we have learned over the last 18 months is that whilst people will tolerate poor video quality, when the sound quality dips below a certain level, that's when people will start switching off videos and ending calls. So again, whilst the built-in microphones on cameras and mobile phones and PCs and webcams can be pretty good, you'll still get a much better sound quality if you invest in a decent microphone. And a headset microphone is fine. Or one of those Lavalier mics that clip onto your jacket pocket or the outside of your shirt. Great sound quality and great video quality is going to make you stand out. And if you think about it, if the majority of people who are doing video, and I would argue that there aren't enough people doing video, the majority of people who are doing video are happy with poor video quality and maybe even poor sound quality, you will stand out by investing in the time and the equipment to make your video image in high definition with crisp, beautiful audio. Well, I hope you enjoyed that canter through video resolutions and video quality and that you'll think about it and you'll go out there and create some great quality video content to promote your business and maybe even allow you to appear at an online event. Thank you so much for listening to the Marketing and Finance podcast. If you need help with your marketing, I'd be delighted to talk to you. I can help you put together your video marketing strategy. Just get in touch with me at rogeredwards.co.uk or look me up on Twitter, roger underscore Edwards. Until the next episode, remember, keep marketing your business to keep growing your business. Thanks for listening to the Marketing and Finance Podcast. If you need help with your marketing, please get in touch at rogeredwards.co.uk. I'd love to work with you. In the meantime, keep marketing your business to keep growing your business.